In the spirit and celebration of the Beijing Summer Olympics, ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals, is happy to present this month's special series, Focus on Sports Medicine. In the final minutes of a crucial playoff game, one team's best player gets injured. At this point, the most important person in the stadium may be that team's lead physician. How do the responsibilities of a team physician change based on the specific injury, the player, and the game situation? You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to a special segment, Focus on Sports Medicine. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, Professor of Surgery and Practicing General Surgeon. Our guest is Dr. Bert Mandelbaum, Practicing Orthopedic Surgeon and President of the Santa Monica Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Research Foundation in Santa Monica, California. Dr. Mandelbaum has also worked with the U.S. men's soccer national team since 1991, serving as team physician during the World Cup in 1994, 1998, 2002, and 2006. Welcome, Dr. Mandelbaum. Pleasure to be here. We are discussing the important role of team physicians in professional sports. Dr. Mandelbaum, how does an orthopedic surgeon like yourself become this involved as a team physician for a national soccer team? Well, I think, firstly, you have to go through your training and residency and then most situations to be a sports medicine fellow. You can always achieve this not only through an orthopedic residency, but there are several fellowships around the country that specialize in non-operative sports medicine. And these two allow a team physician to be able to work with athletes in the same way. So I think the first part is just having the training, and the next level is having the experience. And we always say that if, if you don't take care of athletes, you just can't take care of athletes. So I think that it's part of it is you just have to put yourself in that environment. And for some starting in high school sports, collegiate sports, on up to professional international sports is is a kind of sequence that we all have to follow. Now, I'm curious. You know what they say about orthopedic surgeons, uh, that, that many of them were athletes in and themselves. Were you an athlete in college and uh, medical school? Yes. I was not only an athlete, and lacrosse was and football were my sports, but I also spent two years before college and medical school coaching lacrosse at Johns Hopkins. Now, because you're an athlete, did this influence you to want to be a team physician? Most definitely. There's no question that as I pursued my interest in wanting to be a physician, that I had the concept in my mind that I really wanted to be around athletics and really focused on the well-being and safety of athletes. Just curious, do you ever work out with some of these athletes? I do. I do, as a matter of fact. You know, you spend a lot of time on the road, and the athletes and yourself may be in the same gym, at this level that you're participating with these unbelievable athletes, just how good are they? Well, you know, athletes at the highest level have a skill and a capability that transcends the usual. They have gifts, whether it be a combination of opportunistic skills to a mental toughness and a focus that most normal people, most humans just don't have. And I think that's what separates them from everyone else. So it's a combination of opportunistic skill to have a keen sense of how to perform at the right time, and you combine that with an incredible work rate, and that's where you get to be 
an athlete at that level. You know, they always ask the question about Michael Jordan, whether it was his physical prowess or his mental prowess that made him so great. Are the two equal or is one really more important than the other? I personally believe you need to have it all. You don't take a great opportunistic athlete who just happens to be an athlete who is so fast or or could jump out of the gym. But if you don't have that mental toughness to work hard, because it's such a long grind, to be a great athlete, it starts when you're 10, 12, 14, goes on up into adulthood. And you need a sense, a, a compass that causes you character direction and focus at the highest level. Because there are so many different types of of stimulations to you from the outside world that you need to maintain that focus. You need to work hard at your sport day after day, not only in terms of how fast you could run and how much weight you could lift, but how you do your skill and how you keep your brain focused. In addition to your role in the physical stretching, strength training, etc., as team physician, do you deal with the mental aspect for these athletes as well? You know, when you're the medical director of a team or program, you deal with all the aspects from psychological to physical, the physiological, right on through. And at times we've we've worked with sports psychologists and in how to integrate them with coaches and different coaches have different style with respect to psychologists or not. But we have, and I have found it to be a very interesting part of sports medicine. If you have just joined us, you are listening to a special segment, Focus on Sports Medicine, on ReachMD XM157. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan-Hill, and our guest is Dr. Bert Mandelbaum, practicing orthopedic surgeon and president of the Santa Monica Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Research Foundation in Santa Monica, California. Dr. Mandelbaum has also worked with the United States men's soccer national team since 1991, serving as team physician during the World Cup in 1994, 1998, 2002, and 2006. We are discussing the important role of team physicians in professional sports. Dr. Mandelbaum, how do you handle the media attention during all of these events? I'm a little bit media adverse, meaning that I try to stay out of the media as much as I can, Ask but don't tell is my my attitude in that I really respect the doctor-patient confidentiality. You know, each one of these athletes have their own private issues of injury and illness. What is said to the media is very controlled by them first and then controlled by the media manager of the respective team. And it's very complex. And I think my own view of physicians in medicine and the media should be ones that when we're asked the question, we need, always need to have permission of the athlete and want to see what they want us to say and how we should say it. So I'm very controlled in that regard, and I think the best thing for us to do is be very conservative in that regard. Is there ever any significant pressure from, let's say, a player or a coach or an administrator or even the fans to change your medical approach? You know, there are always pressures. In the athletic environment, there's uh, pressures on team physicians from a variety of positions, whether it be the intense competition, the timing and the time to get the athlete back, the athlete himself putting the pressure on themselves. So I think that these pressures are all part of this multifactorial equation that drives up the interest in the athlete and the affairs of the athlete. In your experience, Dr. Mandelbaum, with all of these hundreds of great athletes that you've been involved with over the years, What's the real truth about the use of surreptitious steroids and other drugs like that? Well, the reality is that there are a minority of athletes in several sports 
that drugs have been utilized that potentially put an athlete at an unfair advantage. And I think the major goal that we have as part of the medical establishment is making sure that fair play and the level of fairness is something that we all uphold as our number one value. I think there's no athlete who does not take any drugs would want that his competitor to be taking drugs. So I think that value needs to be upheld, and it's really the medical establishment through the organizations such as IOC, FIFA, World Anti-Doping Administration, the United States Anti-Doping Administration, really try to uphold those rights and the spirit of competition for each of the athletes. And that's our job as part of the medical community to see that through. As the team physician, have you ever personally experienced witnessing one of the athletes taking drugs? And if you did, what did you do? I have in my career, have seen a variety of athletes who have been involved in some type of illegal drug-taking behaviors. And I've had to take the stance of opposing that. It's making hard decisions at the right time, but I think in retrospect, and most of these things were years ago, so I've had the opportunity to watch how the story unfolds over time. And it is very interesting, a young gentleman who was using anabolic steroids, who I did approach on this, 10 years later, had a much different perspective and really thanked me profusely for helping them through it. Well, how did you approach him? Well, you know, I basically said that I know that you are taking an anabolic steroid and that it obviously is against the rules and it's something that we have to deal with and we have to get help for you and the problem and we did such and it ultimately resolved the right way. Well, two questions. How did you know that he was taking the medications and what was his response to your accusation? Well, I think that that was a time, you know, this is a time in the late 80s, early 90s, when I think that a lot of people knew who was doing what and where. And it was obvious, you could see in various groups of athletes, how body habits could change and behavior was changing. And again, part of being a physician is understanding these things. Not having any documentation for that, you were on some light footing. But I think part of being the physician is understanding this, using their intuition and dealing with the athlete the best way you can. Now, I know you're involved in an array of soccer-related medical activities other than what we just spoke about. Tell us about that. Well, I also serve on the medical committee for FIFA, Federation of International Football Association, which is, I'm very proud to say, one of the most interesting organizations and its medical committee, because we really focus on the world athletes. We look at our patient population as 250 million athletes. That's the number who register to play soccer or football in the world. There are 211 member nations to FIFA, three more than the United Nations. And so our patient population is broad and diverse, and we focus on everything from how the athlete gets injured to how we can prevent injury, how we focus on doping control, and even questions how the athlete performs during Ramadan, as example. So it's exquisitely interesting. We focus on very small parts of the world as well, as well in Africa, Central, South America, Oceania. So it gives me a breath and understanding that we don't have just from practicing and living here in Santa Monica. Now, I take it that you're a big fan of soccer. I certainly am. One final question, Dr. Mandelbaum. All of the listeners, including myself, are thinking with your busy surgical schedule, busy practice, the research that you do, the team physician for the Olympics, for the World Cups, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
How do you have time to sleep? You got to have a great team around you. And I'm fortunate to have a great team of research project directors and people that run and manage our foundation and great clinical assistants. And like I always say, that we can't do any of this by ourselves. It's all about a team. And in fact, what we call the team's team that make it happen. And it's all about the program and the team. And uh, without them, I couldn't do what I'm doing and I couldn't have success like we are succeeding. I want to thank our guest, Dr. Bert Mandelbaum. We've been discussing the important role of team physicians in professional sports. I'm Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, and you have been listening to a special segment, Focus on Sports Medicine on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. Be sure to visit our website at ReachMD.com, now featuring on-demand podcasts of our entire library. For comments and questions, please call us toll-free at 888-MD-XM-157. And thank you for listening. You have been listening to Focus on Sports Medicine, part of this month's special series on ReachMD-XM-157, the channel for medical professionals.